In all seriousness, though, that that Kobe thing was terrible. It was a. Uh... It was very surprised. Like I don't know. I don't know if you guys. Got, I don't know how you guys like found out about it or anything. But I was quite, quite surprised. Oh yeah, it was really weird for for it was us. Like hard to, it was like hard to understand. Like hard well, to believe at first. Yeah, it was super weird for us. When like how long afterwards, after like uh, the news broke, did you find out? Kev texted me about two forty. Okay. Um, so like so like ESPN hadn't come out with it yet. No, we, we found, found out, out like literally like a minute yeah. afterwards, like when TMZ, like a minute after TMZ posted. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, I was probably ten to fifteen minutes after TMZ. It was yeah. so bizarre because yeah. uh, I thought it was one of James's friends sent it into the chat, like the Discord server. James was like, "Oh yeah, Kobe died," and we're like, "What?" And we're like, "Kobe who?" And he's like, "Kobe Bryant." And we're like, "What?" And so then we looked at the article and I saw it was from TMZ. I was like, "I, I don't know TMZ like." That's what I said. It could be fake. Like, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. TMZ is not. When you think of the pinnacle of news outlets, you yeah, know, and reliability. TMZ does not really come to mind. Yeah, TMZ is the the people who like follow like celebrities on. Like, oh, did you? Uh, what yeah. do you think of this uh, scandal? Or uh, wow, yeah, exactly. Kim yeah. Kardashian's dating this guy now. Yeah, they're like kind of scummy. But no, then that, I, all I, the I, other I, news outlets started posting stuff, and we're like, oh shit, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really bizarre though. It was weird. Yeah, because Kevin texted me. He like he shot me a text. He's like, I think uh, Kobe Benta, and I'm like, what? Like Kobe Bryant? Because I was, you know, everybody was reading about him the day before because of the LeBron thing. And, like, yeah, exactly. And it was like I was like Kobe, Kobe. Like I, you know, I looked it up on my phone and I saw the TMZ article. I'm like, and I like looked it up to see if it was a hoax or if it was fake or something. I'm like, man, that's a bad hoax yeah. if it's fake. That, and that, if like, that was Wait. a hoax, that would have been. I'm like, Wait, this, this actually. Oh, you know what's messed up though. What? His uh, I think his family found out through the news. Like yeah, no one well, had the chance true. to even call him yet. That's true. Mm. That's I heard that that was true. That, there's true. actually like a, a lot of journalistic mishaps on this one because people were like in such a crazy rush to be first that people were, uh, there were like I don't know I don't know if you saw the BBC thing where they like showed LeBron. they play LeBron clips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw uh, that. And then. So at one point, ABC News reported that all of his kids were on the yeah, helicopter. Yeah, there was a bunch of fuck-ups. Yeah, yeah, there were a bunch. Why, it's because everyone you... rushes to get the I know the news out. The headline out before knowing the full story. Yeah. All right, adios, Nick. Um, but yeah, it was uh, really one of the one of the sadder things that's happened. That, like, like not like you know, it's it's what you always kind of have to caveat it. Like, you know the. The Iran plane shooting down their own plane, like that's 140 people. That's obviously very sad. But like in terms of yeah. like an icon, like yeah, global impact. Someone that much in the public sphere, you just don't see that every day. And also, the it is it is just like a kind of human thing. Like you relate to people that you see all the like you, people feel like they know Kobe Bryant more yeah. than you know they know those those victims on the Iran uh, plane thing. Like, oh, yeah. Obviously, it's devastating. A hundred for just in terms of the death toll, like one hundred forty as opposed to nine. Mm. But when you when a public figure like that dies, and you just like, ha- I mean, his life has been broadcasted for the past twenty years, so people yeah. feel like you know they know him and like they grew up with him. So there's the nostalgia effect as well. But yeah, it it was weird for me. Like, I mean, I didn't really start getting too much into basketball in the past. I mean, I probably started getting into it more so the past like five years. Yeah. But everybody knew who Kobe Bryant was. Yeah. I mean, I told Becker, she was like, Kobe Bryant? Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, like toss- Michael Green's story when he was uh doing his game. No, it was like uh, it was during the All Star ga- or the Olympic game when it was in Beijing, and um, he was in a taxi, and he was wearing a NBA pullover, like pullover or something, and his taxi driver was like, "Oh, like NBA." He's like, yeah, I work for the NBA. Um, and he's like, oh, Kobe Bryant? He's like, yeah, I know Kobe Bryant. And he, like, pulled over and started crying. Oh, damn. The driver did, because he was so happy that he met someone who knows Kobe Bryant. Wow. They love – I mean, I mean, it, the way I thought about it, the craziest thing is, like, right, he's the he's such a culture – like, one of the largest culture icons in the world because, like, you can't shoot something into a paper into a trash can. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Like that was just, and I never learned that. That was like one of the first memes, you know. Yeah, like that's you throw something at the trash can. You say Kobe. That's what you do. Like it's exactly. It's, I don't know. I was like, that's totally. Um, I don't know, that's just the level of icon that he was. And it was just so weird the timing of it all too. With the like you mentioned, LeBron passing him on the yeah, that was so weird list. Yeah, and I I went back and watched like the post mat uh, the post game interview with LeBron, and it's kind of just eerie. I mean, yeah. obviously you you draw the draw the dots, you know, connect the dots together after the fact, but the stuff that LeBron says, it's almost it fits perfectly as like a tribute, you know, in terms of him dying too. Right, it's, it was pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. but. It, it hit me weird just because like the suddenness of it and like the weirdness of it really reminded me of when my uncle died. Mm-hmm. So it just, I had that same kind of just like instinctual gut reaction to it at first. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Like, is this real? Yeah. Uh, kind of yeah. weird denial, you know? No, I'm yeah. Sure, I mean, I'm I, sure you have experienced I, no, that I have the same well. feeling. Yeah. It's, it's, I think a lot of many folks have uh, actually experienced something, you know, something along the lines of a sudden, and I think a lot of people are, yeah, remind, like, it's just, it is definitely a, sur- a surreal where, like, especially if you're, if you're not there at first, like, or, you know, if you're not in the vicinity of where this thing happened, like, you know, it's hard for it to feel real. Like, it's, you know, uh, that, like, if you oh, don't like, personally witness it. Yeah. And, like, if you don't come to terms, like, and it's like, it'll be weird to come to terms with the fact that for, like, I think a lot of people are in the NBA are having a hard time with this right now is, like, coming to terms with the fact that, like, he's just not that like it you know there's it's yeah he's he's not gonna be there anymore yeah and that's i think that's what's so hard for people Especially and the fact the Lakers. that did you yeah. see that they postponed their game tomorrow yeah that was smart yeah like i i don't understand why i mean i feel the one downside to all this is just that the worst of outrage culture has peaked its head through again because yeah like I've just been seeing, like obviously there's the the journalistic mishaps and all of that. That was bad. Which is just not professional. Yep. But uh, equally as ridiculous is I saw like one news report where uh, the lady mispronounces Lakers and she's it's like it's like a hybrid of Knicks and Lakers and she says Nakers. Yeah. And people are like, she said the N word and or she should get fired. I was like, oh my god. That's, I, I yeah. really don't think that's what happened. That's I think not, he just misspoke. Why are we up in arms about this? Yeah, that's outrageous. Yeah, people at every single chance <sighs> they can get like to get outraged and demand oh, yeah. things. It's ridiculous. It's a societal point system around. I hate when like uh, companies give into that crap too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's such a shame. Someone, yeah, like all the celebrities like trying to host something, and you pull some tweet they made like ten years ago, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, the three people that are actually upset by this, we have to like cancel it because of them." Yeah, with the Kevin Hart thing. What was that yeah. last year or two years ago? Yeah, but this this Nakers thing. Oh, that's stupid. Oh my, it's so ridiculous. And you can obviously she stutters on it. Yeah, she just yeah. Of course, the lady was trying to say the n word on national television. People (laughs) think like like, in that sentence, like (laughs) yeah, exactly. In in the context of it as well. Why is Times New Roman trending on Twitter? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's weird. That was kind of a cool thing to see, though. Like, I don't use Twitter really, Mm. and I don't use Instagram too much. But seeing the it blow up. Oh yeah, that, that was just kind of an interesting phenomena. It yeah. was crazy. It was flooded. Oh, yeah. Everything was flooded. And then you saw on like the Google search bar, the recommended search, Kobe Bryant, everything, YouTube, all the recommendations. Oh, yeah. It's like a world event. Yeah. It like was. The algorithm like the just processes it so fast. Yeah, exactly. I think this is arguably the biggest like public icon uh, dying since Unexpected Michael Jackson. Death. I agree. That's exactly what I said. Right, right since Michael Jackson. That was the last time somebody this large and, and uh, i think i think it's way more impactful in terms of just like the the weirdness of the case i mean I dying was, of a drug overdose is a bit different and then michael jackson was a bit of a weird guy like kobe bryant is kind of more universally loved in, mm. as a sports icon right um yeah that, that that's what i said i mean like it also wasn't you know it's not like people found out Michael Jackson died of a drug overdose, and it's like, yeah, and he was also older than Kobe. Like, and yeah, he, exactly. his career had sort of it's like fifty something, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't so much like you know, Kobe had retired in twenty sixteen. Like, I I remember watching his last game. Bill yeah, I do too. I watched it in a McDonald's with Bill. Um, because yeah, like, freshman year. Because these girls wanted to go get McDonald's, and we were like, for some reason, we said yes. We were watching the game in our room, and then went to get McDonald's with these girls and watched it in a McDonald's. It was fun, but. Um, but I don't think Michael Jackson was as I don't know. I guess maybe for for someone who is not as much of a sports fan and was a huge Michael Jackson fan, like I could see a parallel. But yeah, and and like you said, he was a bit older, and he had like a history of you know kind of like health, not health issues, but kind of like mental issues. So you kind of wasn't knew as he, shocking. He was, he was, yeah, he was kind of walking the line there. Yeah, it wasn't like Michael Jackson. Driving. It wasn't as sh- shocking or sudden or bizarre like a helicopter. You don't expect that. Like if it was a yeah. car accident, even yeah. I, it would still be you know tragic and stuff. But a helicopter, that's kind of it. Kind of gets your ears perked up, you know. It, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it, even now, like when you say, "Oh, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash," it's still like hard to. I don't know. Hard to process. It's like, and also, obviously, the fact that you know his daughter died as well. That's. I mean, that's the most heartbreak. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. The, whole, the families that are just, you know, not, it's it's nine. Yeah, and and also like the I I was watching some news interview with like the husband of one of the women who was on board who was like uh, Kobe's assistant coach or whatever. Yeah, and like it's just so sad because that family has like three small children. Kobe's family has three small children. Yeah. It's I, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably find out that there's more people involved that have like children. All the names are young out, children. Right? I, I oh really? Them, but yeah. yeah. It's a, a college baseball coach. 
uh, and his wife and daughter were on it. Um, Man. Yeah, which is, I, I mean, I, I would just, you know, that'd be very, very sad if they had other children. I, I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's, it's really, you know, quite somber, uh, quite, quite, just quite, quite heartbreaking, I guess. I really hope they uh, change the logo to uh, him. I think that would be pretty cool, pretty good, pretty yeah. touching, you know? Yeah. I think that's like, I mean, also, I think they've been talking about changing the logo in the past, you know, that's in the past fair. couple of years. I mean, this is just like the perfect time to do it. Either yeah. that or change maybe the trophy. Like, what's the, the championship trophy called right now? The Larry O'Brien trophy? Yeah. Maybe ch- change it to the Kobe Bryant trophy or... I wonder if there's something. I wonder if there's another award they can name after. I, like, I, I, scoring, I, they could maybe name. I was going to say the scoring title might be a really good, cause just because he was a, mm-hmm. you know, he was such a scorer. But I think that would be a, a way to a nice way to. I think the that. logo would be perfect, though. Yeah, the logo would be good too. Um, I think the logo that, like that fall away shot. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like the Kobe fadeaway. The, the, like yeah, like the you can just picture it. Like you've yeah, seen exactly. it times the where he jumps backwards and. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty pretty perfect tribute to it. Yeah. yeah, but it's so sad though. Just like looking through all the videos online of the his teammates and stuff. One that really got to me was I just watched the one with uh, Tracy McGrady. I just watched that too. On the oh jump. my god, man! Actually, that, really, that one got me in the gut. That was a that, gut punch. The one that got me actually was I, I was watching the the pregame to um to the Celtics Pelicans yesterday. And Rachel Nichols just looked like, like crushed it. I, I, Cause I know she knew, you know, she's so good at interviewing yeah. and getting to know players. I mean, she was doing her best, but she looked crushed to pieces. I was just like, yeah. I felt so bad for her. And she was, you know, you could tell she was trying very hard, but like, I just, yeah, of course, like just watching somebody that hurt, like kind of try to do their job and like still commit to do their job. Eventually they took off the air, which I was grateful for. Cause I was like, wow. Like, you know, there's, there's a certain level where like, you can't, you know, she was, uh, you can't operate. Yeah. No, and then like, yeah, obviously people knew him around the game, knew him at different levels, and so it hit people. With di- but like, she was definitely. Oh, she definitely crushed. Yeah, yeah, she knew him very well. Mm. I'd assume. I mean, just you know, she worked she closely. About with it. They were friends. She told so many, yeah, so many of the players. She told the story of like the two of them essentially like having a hard time when they were both like young. Like she was a young reporter and he was a young player, and like they were kind of getting crap about it or something. And like, he was just like, Oh yeah, we'll be all right. And like, you know, it was a, it was a touching story, but I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. She's- yeah. I think it, for me though, the Tracy McGrady one just hit home because like seeing a girl cry is, you know, it's more, you see that more often. That's true. But when you see like a grown man break down and also like the fact that like he was so close with Kobe and his family, like, yeah, that's crushing, man. That was crushing to me when he's talking about his, the his do- uh, Kobe's daughter as like oh, his yeah. niece, like that. That's brutal. Honestly, the the tweet that like I, like I saw when I saw Shaq's tweet, I was really like I was usually tweets don't like make me so like you know tweets are like everybody tweets the same thing, but when I saw yeah. Shaq, like you could because Shaq is very much in the public sphere and yeah, like exactly. people see Shaq and so like. You, I read his tweet and was like, "Oh wow!" Like you could, I don't know, because you see him more often and you see him speak a lot. Like, I really could kind of pick up on on the emotion from him a little bit more than 
a lot of other times I can in social media and just yeah. short little blurbs. Like, I was like yeah, wow. that, that must be super weird for Shaq too. Yeah. Because like the up and down of their relationship, like yeah, but in the I, end, I, like, and they were on good terms in the end. I yeah. Well, I mean, at, at his last game, Shaq was sitting court side. I mean, he was yeah, exactly. Know, I mean, and also, I think he was close with like his family, like his sons and stuff. So I think Kobe, yeah, Kobe said. I mean, he called uh, or he spoke with spoken with Shaq's son like an hour before the helicopter took off or something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he texted him that morning. Yeah, that's. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sad stuff. Whack this this wacky world. Yeah, I, I it's, it's still just I mean, there's not like we we're talking about at work. There's not that many other people that you could think that would have that level of like. I mean, in the sports world, status. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, well, Nick and I were trying to come up with like a parallel in soccer. It would be like David Beckham or like Zlatan dying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for, for for baseball, it's easy. I mean, it would be lesser because Derek Jeter's not as much of an icon as Kobe. But in terms mm-hmm. of, I was able to understand how Lakers, like why Lakers fans would feel really like more hurt than, than just the like the average person is deeply yeah. saddened by this. But like, I could see a Laker fan feeling like really like really yeah, he hit, like, he was Mister Laker, you know? Yeah, yeah. like you know, because I was thinking, as Derek Jeter is, uh, or yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Jeter was, you know, they both played for 20 years for the same team, had a ton of success. Like, you know, it's the same, it's the same thing. And I'm like, wow, like I really get, like I could, I would understand why a Laker, like, you know, a diehard live, you know, and the other thing is the Lakers are like in different cities that you, you kind of, you, you know, and learn that like there's one team that's really the city's team. Like they like all the teams, but there's one team that they really rally behind. And it's like in, in LA, it is the Lakers. Like that's mm-hmm. LA's team. You yeah, know, just so. like New York's is the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's sad. I think also it's it's weird to see someone who's just like so well known and iconic, uh, just like pass away so suddenly. Is because it just kind of rocks you to your core. You're like, oh shit! Like everybody is just like a sack of meat. That's yeah. <laughs> like you can die in an instant, and it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh I don't know, humbling I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the equalizer of, of as people, you know. TJ and Nick and I were talking about it too. It's like such a shame because man, you knew he was going to be big afterwards. Yeah. Not in terms of like maybe he wouldn't be like a TV, you know, big on TV, but he was going to be a billionaire easy. Like all of his pursuits outside of basketball, what, he's been retired for four years? He was mm. retired for four years? Yeah. He was making, like, tons of money. He was doing everything. Yeah. We, we, remember the other day when we were talking about multi-talented athletes or, you know, yeah. Yeah. musicians or whatever who have, like, other hidden talents? Kobe was, like, king of that. Yeah. He spoke, like, four different languages. He mm. could play the piano. He won an Oscar for his movie, his, like, short film. He wrote a yeah. book. Like this guy could kind of do everything. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that's a real shame there too. When you think of those like sports icons too, you're always just picturing them, you know, being there in their old age, like the same way Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, that was the thing. I saw I saw stuff from like Kareem and and somebody else, and, and I was Bill like, Russell, and Bill Russell. Those yeah. were the two. Yeah, that I was like, wow, that's 
you know, those, those are very old, like long living people. And that's like, yeah, that was, that was, I, I had a similar thought about yeah. that. I don't know if you watched any of the, of the Celtics game yesterday, just, just some of the trips. Yeah, yeah, we nice watched and, yeah, we watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty crazy event. Yeah, definitely. A, a, I mean, the people at my, I, there was a, a guy at my office who was a little bit older. He's been playing basketball his whole life. He loves it. He came in and like, you know, he was just, he was like just talking to me about it and he was just sort of, but I could tell he was like, he was pretty shook. I was, and he, he said, I mean, he said so. He was like, I, I was like, he said, I spent the whole day just like looking at my phone, couldn't believe like what was going on. It just, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm usually not like drawn to reading the stories and stuff about it, but I I've been watching all the videos and reading all the stories and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I think I think this one just like kind of hits home because it, it ties back to personal losses in my own family. Yeah, like it, it kind of brought back up those feelings again. Yeah, just uh, the suddenness and bizarreness of it all. So yeah. Crazy. Apparently, the Yukon women's basketball team is honoring uh, Gianna Bryant because she was a big Yukon women's fan. Mm. Uh, this is nice. Yeah, man. And then, did you see that Trey Young and Devin Booker each took 24 shots and combined for 81? Yeah. What oh, the really? hell are the chances of that? Yeah. That's true. I wouldn't bet on that. Mm. Somebody said somebody gave me odds, and then I wouldn't bet. That's crazy. That's uh, that is crazy. Trey Young. Trey Young played very well yesterday. Trayon's a good player. Yeah, that's true. He's an all-star, actually. An all-star starter, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He deserves it, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I realize People that. are knocking on him for you know, not having a good record and all. Having a bad record. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But he's he's a good player, man. He's yeah. so good. I saw it, and I was like, I don't – I was like, is Trayon really an all-star starter? And then I looked at his stats, and I was like, oh, yeah, he totally – Like, Yeah, he's he's got the – I think next to Kyrie, he has the best handles in the league. Yeah. I know. I was impressed with that guy, Zion, with Zion Williamson yesterday, though. He's, oh, yeah. Zion's a beast. He's so fast. He's an absolute unit. Like, he's huge. How is he, but how is he also so quick to the ball? Like, I don't know. I don't know how he is so bouncy, too. Yeah. Imagine, imagine jumping with like a 50 pound backpack on. <laughs> That's what he's doing all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's spread out across his body, and he has—he's built differently, but still, two hundred and eighty-five <laughs> pounds, bro. Six six two. He's Nick's height, and he weighs forty-five more pounds. Oh my god! No, maybe more than that. Maybe fifty-five. Fifty-five more pounds. I think Nick weighs two hundred thirty pounds. And Nick's not a small guy. No, like... Nick's not a small guy at all, and That's he's the so same great. height. He's got. 50 pounds on him. That's so That's big. Wild. Oh, my God. And he jumps. He has, like, a 50-inch vertical or something yeah. ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, he is so quick. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like sometimes when you watch when you watch Kyrie sometimes, it's like, he just, it seems like he does just move faster than everybody on the court. Like, he just, mm-hmm. you know, some of those really good players really do just see stuff before, sees, sees things before they have. He'll be exciting, man. If he stays healthy, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, – I mean, I bet, I bet he'll have some good years and some, do some cool stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't – if he's not – you know, a bad injury. Yeah, I don't think he's going to – he's not going to be like LeBron at 35. You know. No, I, I don't think so either, but 
I think uh, I think he'll probably shed some weight. And I mean, he's such a valuable asset in terms yeah. of just marketing and stuff. Yeah, they're gonna spend so much money on keeping him healthy. So that that at least will be good. But I agree with you. It's inevitable if you're that size and putting that amount of stress on your joints and stuff because he's oh, yeah. so explosive. Yeah, that something's gonna blow out. I mean, something already has, but. The thing I'm worried about for Jaw though, like he's a light guy, so I'm not worried about him in the same sense, but he just goes for everything. Like he has gotten knocked down dangerously a couple times already. Yeah. So hopefully he, you know. It's like another D Rose. Yeah, he really is. It's like D Rose, Russell Westbrook mix. With the size of, with bigger than LeBron's size. (laughs) No, we're talking about Jaw. Oh, Jaw. I thought you were talking about Zion. No. Zion's yeah. like Charles Barkley 2.0. That's true. Yeah. But more athletic. Yeah. Jaws fun to watch. So what else has been going on for you? Uh, not now that much. we've now that we've totally bummed ourselves out with this <laughs> Kobe conversation. <laughs> um yeah, no, I've just been uh just been hanging around. I've been uh been finally trying to uh work out in a different way. I met with a personal trainer a couple times. Oh, yeah? I've been, uh, yeah, I, I just signed up for a few sessions. Um, are you doing now? Yeah, some iron bumping. Yeah, doing a little, doing a little bit of a uh, weight gaining uh, exercise, sort of uh, bulking, as some call it. But I wouldn't consider myself trying to, you know, become a giant or anything. But I've been, uh, you know, trying to add a couple of pounds, trying to bump some more iron. You know. How recently did you start? Uh, about two three weeks ago oh yeah have, have you got, put on any weight or no uh i have to i'd have to weigh myself i gotta see um i i've definitely I, i've definitely added a little bit but um yeah you've got a crazy metabolism though. it's hard to keep up with honestly i yeah. i've been uh, i've been eating a ton of food <laughs> that time you ate that burrito like <laughs> six seconds flat i couldn't even get mine out of the bag and you finished yours so i was like holy shit dan I'm like rolling up the, oh the tin foil. That was pretty funny. That was funny. Oh man. Yeah, I've been uh, eating a lot of beans, a lot of rice. Big bean guy. Beans. Big yeah. bean guy. Yeah. Big beaner. I <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Anything? Mr. Bean over here. Mr. Bean. No, not 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 too much. I mean, yeah. other than snowboarding last weekend. That's fun. Yeah. Are you planning on going this weekend, TJ? No, I'm going back home. My sister's coming home for this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like. If the it's weather's supposed to be good, like this, still, I think. Oh really? Damn. Yeah, it's been it's been really warm this winter. Well, yeah, that's what happens when the planet gets warmer. <laughs> it's a shame. It's, no, it, it's, it, it's, it's not it's not just that it's like warmer but and then at the very end i feel like the very end of winter you get some vicious storms yeah like end yeah. of february last in march like last year we bad, got yeah, smoked. in march yeah, we, yeah. we've been getting very bad storms recently there's like the really, like like 18 inch like 18 inches 10 inches like a lot like heavy snow in, in late february and, and like i feel like and i feel like march has been colder than it you like Last year when TJ and Nick were in Washington, like March was freaking cold. Mm-hmm. Like it was like 20, it was like 20 degrees out the whole, 
the whole time they were there. And it was like, right now, I mean, my friend and I are planning on playing golf on Friday. Like, yeah, it's know, pretty crazy. We're like, we're, we're doing a, a it's been like what the f- mid forties for you down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, yeah. been mid mid forties. It'll be probably 50 on Friday. And we, uh, we had to work on Saturday. So we're like, and we're, we're, we're now like a, just a, a team of us. Like we're the only two people on the team. So like, uh, so he was like, oh, and he's starting to charge me. He's like, oh, we should do a golf retreat. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's been pretty warm up here as well. So, yeah. like 30s or no, like 40s? 40. Wow, like pretty they average it around 40 probably for the yeah. past like week or so. That's yeah, it, it is strange, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's... imagine like 20 years from now and we get like no snow in the winter. Would be so sad. Dude, that would suck. I'd have to freaking move to Canada. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, guess I'll move to Canada. It'd be kind of fun, I guess. Canada. Canada, yeah, I'm sure Canada is really nice. I make. I just, I just not a fan of the cold though. No. I love snowboarding, but not a fan of the cold. I just like the snow. Yeah. Well, it's about to just be cold and no snow here, so thanks yeah, global warming. Yeah. True. That stuff's no good. That's you know of all the not to not to continue to bum out the conversation. Cool oh, f- dude, Kobe Bryant is dead. Let's, the, let's the just die. Oh, we're done. We're done. It's over. We're done. Canceling. Throw in the towel. No, we're now. living anymore. Cancel Earth. We're out. Earth, Earth is, is flat. <laughs> the Earth. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's so weird to me how the world can't unite over that. Oh my god! I, it does bother me though. Like I understand partially though is because it's become so politicized. Yeah. It's how I don't understand how it's become politicized. Uh, the oil companies. Want no, yeah. but on both sides though, like the the far left, like obviously the the right is doing the most problem but on the far left like the radical left too they just like tack on everything all their other problems that they're trying to you know and while that's annoying policies to on the global warming it should be completely separate it originated i just think it originated from and i'm not saying republicans or democrats although you know oil companies in general were probably more so republican um it originated from them probably knowing that if they you know oh 100 percent like knowing and trying to make it a political issue and, and trying to stick forks in it and, and you know, I don't know. But, but, but I don't like see how much money can you make? I really don't get it. Like to kill the planet and like, like how, like, I, well, I, mean, I just, nobody's, nobody cares about one once they're dead. Like, yeah. they, they don't give a shit. They're like, fuck those guys. Yeah. I I'm guess. Gonna live a sweet life while I'm alive. That's, that's what all they're thinking. Yeah. Still, but I don't know. yeah, but the, I think the problem is like instead of instead of just being like not playing that game, the other side has started playing the game. Yes. Yep. I agree. The, it, and like it's just becoming so messy. And yeah. It, it also, this the I think the biggest travesty of the past like four years, this past the election cycle and stuff, in presidency, has just been. Science has become so sketchy and unreliable now. Yeah, that's that's the most dangerous thing I can think of. Oh, the whole the whole restructuring of like 
of just the of fact journalism that, and science. Yeah, the fact that people can just live in alternate realities. Point that like exactly. a Fox News watching. Yeah, they get to choose you know, what science they conservative believe. Conservative person, yeah. like like somebody who they just don't live in the same place as uh, CNN watching. Like it's just it's a it's an alternate thing. And the thing is that not like if you ever watch either, you I mean I'm sure you guys know the same thing. Neither are true. Like. Like they yeah, both, they're so, so ridiculous. they're both like, this isn't what happens in the world. These aren't the important things. Like you're just following a political agenda. Like you can't, this is ridiculous. Like, and it's so clear to watch it and to see this. It's, and what bothers me the most is when they start warping science and warping data yeah. to fit their agenda and fit their, you know, ideologies. Mm-hmm. That That's so dangerous. And I think that is a huge cause of this the climate change you know problem i mean i just can't believe that it's you know it's so so widely like confirmed and, and now it's i mean it's apparent the climate changing um like there's that we still have to try to convince people it's real that's like that's completely a factory of you know yeah you're right of the d it's this team you know, it's this oh, team play you know this, yeah this team oriented shtick that everybody has going on because it doesn't make any sense for people who have no vested interest in it. You you can understand, like you mentioned, if these oil tycoons are saying, "Yeah, climate change is bull is bullshit," like it's yeah. not real, because they have a vested interest in it. Right. But for you know Joe Schmo and Kentucky, but for a farmer, yeah, who, for Joe Schmo, that's because they're they're just told that that's what. But exactly. for a farmer, it matters. They don't like, they don't like do any of their own research. I know. I mean, I think I'm out there like but doing the, climate the, research. But the thing though is, if you if you do if you don't do like two layers of research, like if you just go on the first layer of research, the first page of Google, a lot of that is misinformation. Yeah, that's the problem. That's like what I'm saying is, you know, the stuff is that's being pushed to the top and regurgitated and parroted is usually incorrect. Like you yeah. have to you have to cro- the problem is you have to like cross reference your own shit now. Well, ten years ago, yeah, ten years ago, that wasn't a problem. Yeah, I'm always checking. So I mean, like you know, even even to you know come full circle. I mean, you're always every time you come on the internet, you're you're checking sources and you're I mean making sure that yeah for that for the Kobe Bryant thing. Kobe, the, the exactly, I was like, I was like, is this real? Is this legitimate? Like the first thought was, this is probably fake. I mean, that's prob that's partly because of what it was. Yeah, that's part of nature. But, it was I so mean, shocking. Like, but there's like a ton of those, like, you know, oh, yeah. every once in a while, every year, you know, you see a couple of those like celebrity death. A hoaxes. deep fake. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yep. Yeah. But it, it, it's such a shame that so many news outlets are just unreliable now because yeah. they, they have people behind them, you know, peddling their money through it and peddling their agenda through it. Like, though, that's the most ridiculous thing to me is how can Jeff Bezos own a news, like a news corporation? Yeah. That's oh, not okay. right. One of the presidential candidates owns a news organization. That's true. Who? Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he like owns Bloomberg. Bloomberg? Oh, yeah. Bloomberg. Yeah. I thought it was just like the same. I thought Bloomberg was like a business thing. It is a business. It's a business news thing. Oh, so that's his family. Yeah. Dude, oh fuck! I didn't know that. I've been I've I tune out pol- politics stuff for the most part. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that's shit. yeah. I mean, so is Bezos. Oh yeah, no, oh, Bezos is Bezos is the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, 
it's just man yeah i i'm i'm not one for like a lot of government oversight but the government needs to step in and break up some of these monopolies facebook yeah amazon you know yeah it's it's getting out of hand yeah it's getting pretty ridiculous i mean i mean i i agree in uh in some regards for sure especially in the cases of amazon facebook um definitely a bit too i mean too big for its own good at some point you know i think not for its own good but too big to like for public good yeah and also the fact that they're playing by their own set of rules like right they're in between uh a journalistic outlet there and a social uh what's it called like a social forum or like a public forum yeah that's like there's no there's no actual laws for what they are there's just two on either side and they're just kind of playing in between for whatever laws and jurisdictions work out most favorably for them yeah so they either need to like read kind of force them into defining themselves and under one of those two categories and then playing by those rules or come up with a new set of rules. Then again, you have the money in the system and everything's corrupt. So they'll get whatever rules they want. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, it's, it's hard. Cause you know, yeah, there, there's all these, they're like a semi public thing. You know, people are like, oh, leave business and leave it to private business, but in these cases, you know, there, and, and I think this was sort of a bigger deal last year on Twitter's whole, um, you know, Twitter's whole banning people thing and like whether or not that's via, you know, whether or not choosing, telling somebody they can't use Twitter is a violation of somebody's rights, but like nobody's got a right to use Twitter, but it is, courts have ruled that it is a place a for public, public yeah. like it's a public forum that mm-hmm. people should like, unless they're doing egregious things, like you can't just ban somebody for no reason, but uh it's sort of i mean they're taking full advantage of that fact in the sense of they're not liable for anything that's said on there right like there's obviously there's terrorist organizations that organize through those social networks right like on the underbelly of them yeah but i mean there do i think that the company should be liable for it absolutely not because it's just too big to be able to filter that out yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure people are doing their best to try to filter that out and you know keep that from happening. But you can't you can't then use that advantage that you're you're given to you know ban whoever you want. That's sort of a new question of like how much you know because like how much should you know should the government be allowed? And I think the government does monitor some of the and because those groups are at least they have to do something to advertise themselves. I think the government doesn't have a in the United States anyway, they don't have a terribly difficult time finding some of these things because people will just post online, hey, I'm interested in, you know, hating people of other races and, you know, committing crimes. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it, I mean, at least in the U.S., I think I've heard of stories of, you know, I, I just I know of a couple of folks in the who work in that division in the FBI, actually. Who, who yeah, it probably like, works out pretty favorably for them because it's like, oh, you guys are just, you know, ratting yourselves out. We yeah. just need to watch from the sideline. You just like come and over with the Facebook the very end. like, hey, you guys said you were going to kill these people at this time and you're here with guns. I, I, uh, you know? I gotcha. Chris Hansen style. Yeah. Hey, why don't you have a seat? Why don't you take a seat right over there? Yeah. What are you coming to do here today? <laughs> are you coming to? Are you coming totally to not coming here to people? kill Muslims. 
<laughs> most definitely was not doing that. Why do you have that gun uh, in a I this, hate Muslim shirt? By this chat that we had, uh, I said that I want to kill Muslims too. And uh, <laughs> and you said I can't These text messages <laughs> that we have from you. Oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> You'd send them a text, their phone buzzes. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. Oh, this is, this is but it has your name on it. This, this is a new phone. Mr. Must totally be not not a racist. Totally not a terrorist. Mr. Totally not a racist. As peaceful as the dad oh, was man. born. Oh man, that's <laughs> yeah, <just> funny. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy though. I gotta say, that's one thing I'm kind of glad about growing up. I like my parents kind of discouraged having the whole Facebook thing. And... <laughs> what is going on down there? <laughs> Oh my god. What is going on? I don't know. They're playing some game. What's what's going on down there? Oh, whatever. What was I saying? Uh discouraged from social media. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that that turned out pretty well for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are kind of tied down to it. Uh, yeah, I met. I was with some people that were like, I was talking to. Yeah, I guess some of Becca's friends came and visited the other couple weekends ago, and they were, they said something. So one of them said something where they were like, "Oh, I, I have to, I have to check Instagram." And I was like, "What?" And like, like she meant it completely seriously, as though it was something that she had to do. Like, like she really believed that she had to do. And I'm like, open an app on your phone and scroll through other people's, but you have to do that. I'm like, yeah. Jeez, uh, I mean, that's a to, to feel that you're right. Like it seemed as though they were they were tied down and and were you know sucked into the to the cell phones in a in a drastic way. And, and actually, it's really interesting because the other day, and like I've been you know the iPhone gives you your screen time report, and I've been like doing my best to like spend as little time as possible yeah. on my phone. I've been you know playing the guitar, reading books, all that stuff, um, kind of stuff that I think is a little a little more stimulating, I guess, than just, you know, so I've sort of started deleting apps and um, and things. And I was thinking about it the other day because I was on ESPN and it was just sort of ironic because I had this thought. I'm like, wow, there is nothing interesting that, like, I'm just opening ESPN because I want to. And, like, there's no actual, like, bleacher report. And, like, there was no – this was before, obviously, all the stuff that went up yesterday. But, like, I was like, there's no good sports – there's no interesting sports news right now that's capturing my attention at all. And I, like – I'm not into there's like this and I felt all the sports people like grasping at straws for headlines and I'm like they're just coming up with stuff and then obviously yesterday I couldn't but you know I was glued to the stuff as many people were uh, sort of interesting it's almost mindless you know you just go on there because familiar yeah well it's a habit it's it's and that's exactly they, they wanted to make it they wanted they made these things to be addictive they engineered the exact fonts that make people you know the the everything that they picked is sort of it's all hand picked of what's most likely to get you to click on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think it's going to be very weird to see like this younger generation, like the generation under us. Oh yeah, who's grown up with it their entire life? Because our generation was kind of the last one I feel that had it. You know, it wasn't as big when we were young. Like it, it started becoming very big when we were young, but there's still kind of like. There, there's still a good percentage of people that w- didn't really have social media growing up, like yeah. myself, yourself. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, there was like a handful of other people, but but now, now like the people maybe 10 years younger than us. Yep. Everybody has like at way younger ages. Like the folks Becca teaches, they all have, you know, there's exactly like in middle. I don't think I got my first cell phone like seventh grade or something, but like every middle schooler absolutely has a cell phone. Yeah. A smartphone. A smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get an iPhone until I was 15 or 16. I yeah, think. I got I got my first smartphone when I was yeah. sophomore. When I, I, I didn't get an iPhone, iPhone until senior year of high school. Yeah. Yes. I had like a flip phone for I had a shitty smartphone before that. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a flip phone flip flip phone through through freshman year. Yeah. I think it'll be it'll be strange. But I think there's definitely in the past like year or so there's definitely been kind of a a uh, lash back against you know the current practices on social media with like clickbaity stuff. Like it's not really working like it used to. Yeah, well, people think, are people are sniffing out the BS now. I think some people are are getting tired of it. Some, I mean, I still think there are a lot of people sort of have, I guess, for lack of a better term, drank the Kool Aid a little bit. Uh, there are still those Kool Aid drinkers who are still happily consuming the you know the stuff but uh the kool-aid yeah exactly but i think you're right that there's been a an increase in people who just who want to see past it i guess and not you know not have a life or uh not you know not have real world decisions be governed by anything that goes on 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 social like that that's i feel like that's where that's where it's like very problematic people are start to make like actual decisions worrying about you know things of social media and like it's not just it's not and and if people start to waste their time you know you know you don't waste your time i feel like those are the two big problems yeah you know yeah i agree and then also just the the toxicity of it all too oh, yeah like just getting into arguments with people with random people online yeah it's just yeah, brian told me he was arguing with somebody and i said i don't know why you waste yeah, why why are you wasting your time doing that? Because the thing is, is if you're arguing, because he was said he was arguing with a Trump supporter online, and I'm like, even if you think you won, you did like you, you did, lost. Yeah, you didn't as win. As soon as you engage those type, like it's it's a no win situation. Exactly. Everybody like because no. What are you gonna say? Did. You think you're gonna say some super eloquent? point of view and that their mind's gonna change? No, yeah. they're gonna say fuck you, dude. Yeah. Leave. Like it's it, that's exactly right. It's not. You just wasted your time. Exactly. You're not. Like these people don't go on the internet to have their, you know, and and that's my that's my also criticism of of a lot of the modern society is like it's a stigma now to have your mind changed to like or to just admit oh, that you yeah. don't know. So like like and it's because because of social media. Like a rabid Trump supporter who often posts on social media about it, it would kind of destroy their identity to have to have that. Uh, uh, to have that changed like it, it's sort of you know if all their friends are you know rabid trump supporter or or just avid trump supporters whatever the word you want to use uh you know it uh it, it's it's like oh it's it to, to go against that is now uh against kind of a social fabric and I think what i hate uh, too is how people just paint you into a corner like yeah. i'm there's like if you say you're a trump supporter 
like you automatically just get painted into a corner. You say you're a Democrat, you say you're a Republican, you just get painted into a corner. Oh, and yeah. you just get like marginalized. Like everybody just assumes that you think in a certain way. Oh yeah. I sort of that, that pisses me off beyond anything. Yeah. That like everything not everything, but so many things boil down to that that binary, that yeah. red blue binary. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? And also when you like, when people get angry, if you like straddle the line and you have opinions on either on, side, on both sides, you just get yeah. lumped in with the extreme of the extreme of whatever side you're on. When the reality is most people probably fall somewhere in the middle. Exactly. If you like, if you like really like sit down and just like read, Talk, like, hash it out. Yeah. yeah. Just hash it out and like logically discuss all of the issues one by one. You like go through it, and like everybody, most people just sort of land in the middle, like they're, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times, what you know, what happens with these issues is they've just been taken really far to the extreme to gain attention, you know. Exactly. One issue, and that's you know, what you see online. Yeah, exactly. This sort of, you know. So yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Kobe a- Bryant died. The world's dying. The world's dying. Social interactions are dying. It's true. But hey, at least we at least I still have some stuffed peppers today. Yeah. Amen to that. Or Enjoy the little things. <laughs> Enjoy the little things. Oh, we should watch uh, Zombieland 2 sometime. I think that came out. Oh, yeah? I can find it online. We should watch Zombievers too. Oh, Zombievers. <laughs> what a classic. I found another movie that's on... Uh, when you come up, we'll have to watch it. It's called the Velocipaster. Oh, that sounds awesome! <laughs> yeah. You guys ever see Thanks Killing? No. <laughs> that is probably the worst movie ever. You saw Birdemic, though, right? No. Oh, you haven't seen Birdemic? Did you see Birdemic, Dan? No. Oh man, Birdemic is an is absolute it treat. No, nah, not anymore. I don't think. You can find it probably on YouTube. <laughs> The budget was like five thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, it's incredible. It's the best worst movie of all time. It's actually amazing. It only has a one point eight on IMDb. Yeah, one budget ten thousand dollars. One point eight out of one point eight. That's hilarious. Birdemic Shock and Terror. I think Birdemic Two. I I don't know what Birdemic Two got. Probably amazing though. Oh, one point six, baby. Birdemic two, the resurrection. Yeah, absolutely. Is it on Prime Video? Hold on. Gem. It might be. It's included with Prime. Oh, nice. I think yeah, it is. Birdemic. Oh, well, when you come up, we'll watch that and we'll watch uh, Velocipaster. Oh, that's awesome. Birdemic, Shock and Terror. How about Sharknado? You seen Sharknado? Yeah, I've seen Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado is a classic. Sharknado. You know which movie I really wanted to see, but then Movie Pass failed us? The Meg. The Meg. Movie Pass. Dude, Movie Pass. Oh, what so funny. a fucking scam. <laughs> Me and Liam were so excited. We're like, oh man, we're gonna watch so many movies this summer. Get the movie pass. Literally the day we, we just see it just stops working. <laughs> All we got was one movie. At least we got our movies, our money back. Yeah, you got to see Mission Impossible, right? We got our money back. Yeah, we saw Mission Impossible. You were with us. Yeah, Yeah. that was a good movie. 
I like that movie a lot. And then didn't yeah, they try to use it for Incredibles? I thought we tried to use it. Yeah, we tried, and then it didn't work. And remember, yeah. it was like cheap movie Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So then we got we just watched, we were like, oh, might as well see it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, Liam and I were really excited, and then Movie Pass <laughs> fucked us. That was so funny. <laughs> it's bankrupt. What? What? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, we gotta go play ping pong. I, you know, in hindsight, we probably should have realized that that was gonna happen because that that business model made zero sense. Zero sense, yeah. Nine dollars, and you get unlimited movies. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Isn't that called Netflix? No, but at a movie theater. Yeah, I know, but it's like the same concept. Yeah, but at a movie th- like on Netflix, like renting a. Uh, a movie online is like what 99 cents if you go through like itunes or whatever or amazon prime yeah. going to the movie theater and seeing a movie is like 13 bucks so like you'd have to see what nine movies to on netflix to be worthwhile you have to see 0.8 of a movie for it to be worthwhile for movie pass yeah that doesn't make and any also sense also all. like <laughs> running a server server farm is a lot cheaper than running a movie theater i like, like going to the movies streaming is a yeah going to the movies is a ton of fun go to the movies. i love going to the movies as long I as like, the theater is nice yeah but i like they've like they've come out with nicer theaters now because they know yeah. that's where the business is going and like it needs to be more like people now can't just go to the movies just like it's not about maximizing seats because people now aren't just going like to see movies because people can just see movies whenever they want so yeah, it's like exactly. like the comfy chairs and like the you know it's What do you of, think of the of the reserved seating though? I don't I don't mind getting the seat online if I really? like, It's good cuz I hate waiting in the movies like an hour early just to get a good seat. Dude, I I I'm not a fan though. I I feel like that you should only be able to get the reserved seating. I don't think you should be able to get it like very far in advance. Day of like yeah, I think like day of or maybe like the day before or something like within a 24 hour the showing because like you go on to if you look up like a release for like a big movie and you, all the seats are are booked like a month in advance. Yeah. I don't think that's right. Like How is that any different than that. than tickets and people buying all the tickets to a sporting event? Like Yeah, I don't think that's right either. You're what? It was scalpers? No, like just buying the like just Deciding you want it, like I'm gonna go to a Yankee game. And yeah, but but it's different for a sporting them. event because it only happens at a given time, like a given time. Like a movie happens every single day of the week, multiple I times. Yes, but like I mean, baseball happens every day. Not not multiple times, but yeah. But you can there's there's hundreds of movie theaters. There's only one Yankee Stadium. Yeah, but like I, I I'm still not like I'm still not like cold movie theaters over there. Like I I like no it's. It's well, not the movie theater's fault. It's just like I think that there's something to be said about going and waiting in line, like getting there early to wait in line to get good seats. Like that should be rewarded as opposed to just clicking. It's like the same thing with concerts. Like I feel for concerts and for maybe for baseball games and other sporting events as well, like there should be a designated portion of the tickets where you have to go to the ticket office and get them. And then you get better tickets. And if you have to wait in line, so be it. But like you're putting in that that time effort, you know. And uh, 
so you should deserve to get better seats. I guess, but like if you if you're planning like if from if you're thinking about it from the company's standpoint, like somebody would spend the money that far in advance and, and like you know you're gonna set out the ticket. Like part of the other thing is because I was looking for tickets for Star Wars, like there were times I knew not to go because the reserve seats were all full. I was like, oh, we won't go this. It's not like you show up and you're like, oh, the, the people say, oh, we still have tickets. And then you show up and like the seats, you know, you get terrible seats because everybody's already there. I don't know. I, uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's, I think it's a totally, totally fair way to do things. And I think it's a, Oh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it because I like doing like going to the movies. I think going to the movies is a lot different than like a sporting event or a concert or something where you don't. I mean, I guess you know about like the release date in advance, but like a lot of people just kind of des- decide spur of the moment. Hey, let's go to the movies. Yeah. And if that gets like if you want to go see a big blockbuster movie spur of the moment, you usually either can't get seats like if let's say if you go with a group of five people, it's pretty rare to get five across if you're going in the city. Yeah. Different if you're out in the suburbs or something yeah. like that. I'm talking about in the context of being in the city. Like if, if you try to go see a movie that's in two hours, it's like a big movie that week, you yeah. can't get you can't get five seats in a row. Yeah. You can't get five seats in a row either way. No, like, you, if but before if you went you know, and you got to the movie theater like 20 minutes early, you'd be able to get five seats in a row. I think that's because there was more seats. I don't know if that necessarily has to be right. They've no. made the seats bigger and more reclinable, but like, I don't know if that's because of the reservation system. I mean, I guess I, okay, I guess I see what you're saying, but like, I don't think it's, I don't know. I, I've never been hindered in my movie going experience because of it. Yeah. But do you go to the, the movie theater in the city or is it outside? Yeah, I, go, I mean, I go to the one in Arlington. I don't know. It's 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 been a problem. I, I I'm just not a huge fan of like being able to reserve stuff like super far in advance for movies. Oh, that's my know, pet peeve. That's my rant. What do you think it should be like? Uh, it should be like Southwest, where you where you have to where you can buy the ticket, but then you have to like you have to be the first one to check in 24 hours in advance to get it. No, like I just I just think that. Oh no, I, no, I'm being serious. I'm not making fun of the idea. Like I. No, I think I think that there should be Yeah, honestly, I feel like yeah, you should be able to purchase Here, the ticket. Here's the and then you have to show up to the movie theater and you, whatever seat you get, you get. Here's how you fix it. Just don't go to the movies. <laughs> Damn. Playing 4D chess over there, TJ. <laughs> TJ doesn't like the movies. Jeez. Knowledge dropped. Knowledge. You, don't, you don't like buses either. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess. buses are jank. Yeah. yeah, TJ, what's, what do you got against the bus? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I don't mind the bus, but, like, I also don't mind the train. I like both. For, for it's that, so going small back, and cramped. Dude, it's, it's the same size. No, you feel so much more tea. congested than on a T. Unless you're not, on like, not in are you kidding me? Have you ever been on the T? The T is the most yeah, in Russia. It's, ne- it's never usually that bad. Far and oh, away, the most congested. Let, stuff. The, like, the worst you, I've been in is ever... coming from like a Celtics game. Yeah, and that's it's always packed. Even, like, you have to like jump your way onto it. Yeah, that's no fun. When I took yeah, it but out, it's, of... ne- it's barely like that. 
When I took unless it, you, it's, unless like, you it's take like it that in and back from work. Day. Yeah, but, but that's what just, the majority of people take it. But that's never when I take it. <laughs> I'm talking about when I take it. <laughs> the bus is going to be even worse during rush hour than the tea. No, because you, nobody, you can't nobody, even get on the bus. Nobody <laughs> takes like the bus. Three people. Nobody takes the bus. <laughs> No, that's true. I, I, you I mean, ask people, what do you want? A better bus system or a better T system? Everyone's going to say T. Yeah, because they, right, they like the T better. No, because the T, because that's what is more accessible to most people. But for yeah, us, a little we fun. live super. That's what I'm saying. We're th- I'm talking about me, and I like the T better. It's more convenient for me. It, no, it's not. It's out yeah. of the way from us. It's a 15 minute walk. Yeah, but it takes you right. If you walk to the T and then take it to North Station, it's going to take you so much longer on a bus. Yeah, I'm not. But for the movie theater, when they both go to the same place, it doesn't make any but sense. But I don't go to the movies. That's the only <laughs> time we went, bro. And then you were like, no, I take the bus, the bus to like work and stuff before. Yeah. I'm not arguing about which is a better mode of transport. I'm talking, and, and just the generality of it. I'm talking in the context of if we're going to the same place and we're trying to get to the same destination and one is cheaper and faster than the other, why would you choose the slower and more expensive? Because I'm not going, because the tea is more in <laughs> quality of life, it's better. The quality of Sitting life. on it. The tea is not that clean, though. This is my thing. Yeah. I, Neither is I don't understand. It's not, like the, it's not like the metro in D.C. It's not like the D.C. metro. Like, yeah. uh, the D.C. metro versus the D.C. bus, like, that's a difference. But, like, Maybe the blue line. Like, the blue line's kind of nice. The blue, yeah, the line's blue line's nice as hell. Bad. But nobody goes It's not nice as hell, TJ. And then they're redoing the orange line right now. Let's show nice They're starting to roll out brand new cars for the orange line. It's not luxurious. We're not We're not on the finest, you know, luxury car. Satin seats. Yeah, no leather cushions. Yes. I like to live in luxury on the blue line. On the blue line. You got to you got to be straight though. For in the context of when we went to the movie theater, it makes it would. It made zero sense why you and Nick took the tea. But we got there at the same time. No, you didn't. I got there, there like a minute away. earlier. No, I waited around for like ten minutes. I texted. No, you Nick. did not. Yeah, I did. No. I texted. You were Nick like, "Oh, where are you guys?" And we're like, "Oh, we're just around the corner." No, I and called you, you guys. There. I called you guys ten minutes after I texted. Nick. No. Yeah. No. That's what happened, buddy. No. <laughs> He's not believing it. TJ, you can't change facts. We went over this. Facts don't care I'm not about changing facts. Joe's living it up in his head. <laughs> <laughs> it was also cheaper. Oh, at 50 cents? You're that desperate for 50 cents? 50 not even, cents, it's like 25 That adds up. That adds, adds, adds up. up. That, thank you. Brad, how often up. do you take the, the bus? Yo, a dollar saved is a dollar earned. It's actually that's more. What I tell, that's what I dollar tell saved is like $2 earned. They're like, they don't. I took an Uber pool once with my friends, and they were like, did you get an Uber? I'm like yeah, dollar save, man. Save some money. It's important to save money. Uber pools can be like the same as regular Ubers some of the time, though. I don't know. I've, if you I've live near it. like the main pickup spot, then it's just like the exact same thing, but cheaper. No, I've had that before too, where it's literally. It's I mean, like the it same is, price. It's like a yeah, five. Size. But I've also had it been like I've also had it. It's like been like four bucks cheaper, and I, it's just been me in the car, and I just like, you know, get get to take it straight to where I'm going. 
So yeah, it's just like a regular Uber. Like point. if you're by yourself, it's kind of worth it. Like if you have anybody, if you have more than one person with you, it's stupid. But like if you're by yourself, it really makes sense. Yeah, Uber, that's, a, that's a, going back to like companies that are kind of operating in between the lines, like Uber and Lyft and all of them. Yeah. They're another one. Telling all their employees they're contractors and not. Yeah. Not employees. Which is fine, but like they're just waiting until automated cars come out. No, that's true. Yeah, it's gonna be a while though. Could be a while. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about my trip to the DMV. Oh, to the DMV. Yeah, you know the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yep, uh, it's a fun time. Oh, it was great. Um, uh, so I went out. So I I needed because I'm uh, I'm I might be starting grad school in the fall, but I want Virginia State tuition because if I get that, then like. What the money my company gives to me is uh, will cover the whole tuition. So I'm like, oh man, I should register my license in Virginia so I can get in state tuition. So I had to go to the DMV to get this license. So I go over to the DMV at like 7:30 on a Saturday morning. It's cold and snowing, which is weird for Virginia. Um, there's like a hundred person line up front. I got there like a half hour early. I'm like, are you kidding me? I gotta wait in a hundred person line at 7:30. So I'm waiting. So I like wait in line. I get my number. I go to sit down. I see him like. I'm like I sixty, they're on like I twenty. I'm like, I and I like it. I mean, the DMV takes two hours. That's you know, that's what happens. And I look over, and there's this older woman next, old Asian woman next to me, and her number is really close to mine. It's like I fifty nine or something. I'm like, ah, well, I'm sitting next to someone who's going to be waiting almost as long as me, and whatever. So I'm like playing on my phone, reading a book or whatever, and uh, and she asks me, she's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, we're at the DMV. I'm getting my license. She's like, oh, I'm getting a real ID. Okay. She asked me what I do. And like, this is one thing I, I think this is a little bit of a rant here, but this is one thing I think um, people don't make, like, it's weird now to make conversation with people, right? Like you're walking around and like, no one just strikes up a chat anymore. So I'm like, ah, man, I'd love to just strike up a good chat. So I'm, so I'm going to go for it. I'll, I told this woman what I do. I asked her what she does. She's like, oh, I haven't worked in 10 years. I'm like, what? And she like, she wasn't that old. And I was like, She's like, well, I, I worked in patents and then I got sick and she told me this whole story. She's like, I got very, very sick uh, for, for five years. And she goes, and then, and then five years later, I was still feeling bad because she said she had cancer. I'm like, sad. And she's like, I was still feeling bad five years later. But did you have cancer? And she like kind of ignored the question. And then she's like, five years after I had cancer and I was still bad. That's <laughs> when I found God. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, well, I'm like, what? I just wanted to. <laughs> oh no, this is ten minutes. Wait, I'm like, oh god. I'm like, here we go. And she just went for it. She was like, I found Jesus. My family found Jesus. Jesus held me. I'm like, no, he didn't. I'm like, what are you dying about? <laughs> I'm just sitting there, and I, I, and she's going on and on, all about the Lord and how great it is and how much, how she, she found, she found happiness. And she's like, you must have a stressful time in your life. I'm like, I really don't actually, my life's really easy. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, actually it is. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, and she's like, well, that's weird. I'm like, I don't know. I, I, that's just how I go about things. But she tried to give me several very outraged. The most ridiculous probably she goes, did you know McDonald's floor managers make a hundred thousand and I'm a year, and I'm like, well, that's not true. She's like, what? I'm like, 
That's not true. I, I literally know a guy, his name's Mike Mason, like he makes like 17 bucks an hour as a McDonald's manager. I'm like, you're just an idiot. Like I couldn't take it anymore. I looked at her, I'm like, she like look she looks at over at her husband. She's like, Did you know McDonald's managers don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year? And her husband, what? And I'm like, Are you guys kidding me? You really thought that McDonald's people and like how is that part of your religious doctrine telling people <laughs> McDonald's managers make a hundred grand a year? I'm like, Taco Bell's gonna, gonna start paying their managers eighty k a year. It's in their book. Oh my book god. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh that's that's false. Like, I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. That's pretty uh, funny. Yeah, and then she the 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 other thing. What she, was the other she, ones? Well, um, what were some of the, the? She made some claims, and then she tried to do a very weird thing. Um, but you gotta cook it on both sides, though. But she was like, um, she was telling me, she's like, "Oh my god, electric cars are terrible. They're they're the devil. They kill people, and they're 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 gonna people people have died because of electric. How many people have died because of real cars? I'm like, I'm sorry, like I can't checkmate. I, I'm like, I can't sit here and listen. To you. She she's like, there have been four people that have died in electric car accidents, and I'm like, I hate to break it to you." But like and four she, people who died in the past our past conversation. Yeah. And also, car. I'm sorry, but there are certain situations where somebody's just being an idiot. Like I can drive perfect and someone could still be still be being dumb and oh. I could still hit them. I could still kill somebody. So like uh, and she's like, somebody apparently the car, somebody jumped out in front of the car and the car didn't stop. And I'm like, why'd the person jump in front of the car? I'm like, I'm sorry, but like that's sad. It's terrible that somebody did that, but you can't always blame, like, the car is just, it's something moving, you know, something physically moving at 50 miles an hour can't stop within a certain distance. Like, it can't happen. That was an outrageous claim. And then, and then she reaches into her, after a while of this conversation, we'll go back and forth, she keeps telling me how blessed I must be, and I keep telling her I'm a fortunate guy, and she keeps trying to say, no, you're blessed, and I'm like, no, I'm actually very fortunate. Um, and uh, we go back and forth with that for a little while, and you know, she's got a couple crazy things to say. Then she reaches into her bag. She pulls out the Holy Bible. And she says, I want you to have this. I said, I really don't want your Bible. I said, I'm sorry. I, I don't like. like oh, I, I, please talk it. Please talk your God. I, I didn't take it. I told Damn, her. I said, why didn't you take it, dude? That would have been such a great the conversation piece to have on your shelf. Oh, you that's know, true. Why do you have a holy Bible? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. <laughs> that's true for the whole thing. Oh, that would you should have had her sign it too. She that wrote a note. So she had a handwritten. Oh my god. She's like, uh, I wrote this note. She goes, the Lord not, told me that I would. Dude, how it. could you not have taken that from her? I didn't feel like to. I, I, oh, I okay. I was at the DMV. I had a, a souvenir. You know how much a other souvenir I got too. That's <laughs> a DMV <laughs> holy Bible. You know how much paperwork I had? Oh, and I didn't want the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and she tried to give it to me. She literally, she puts it on my lap. My Bible. She's like shoving it. Like uh, So coincidentally, we ended up working at the same, like our windows were right next to each other. We're like, I'm like taking my license picture. She's like sneaking the Bible like around the window, like to try and put it in my hand. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I just that's wanted to have man. a nice conversation. And that's why people don't talk to one another. I know. got converted to Christianity. And then the, the weirdest thing that happened, I was at the grocery store yesterday, this was three weeks ago, 
ran into her at the grocery store. I'm like, oh my god, that's she, incredible. She, she like pointed at me. She's like, oh my god, it was the Lord. And I just I was <laughs> out, and I like I had just sort of like I like I had just sort of um, I, I I had to like exchange my my uh, mandarins for something else, and like just bumped into her again. And she was like trying to give it. She like immediately stopped and tried to like stop me. And I was like, sorry, like these mandarins got to get to the car, like. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, I'm sure she thought it was awfully cosmic, but I thought it was awfully. I, it was pretty weird that I ran into her again three weeks. Oh yeah, that's that's something else. That's pretty weird. But like, how far away is the DMV from your house? They're both like they're both like 15 minutes away. Well, the grocery store is like they're both like 10 minutes. Away. It's not yeah, like it's funny. not like crazy that we yeah, live in the same either. town. It's not like still like running into the same lady. Yeah, like that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, TJ's right. I'm like, that's why you don't strike up a conversation with someone. <laughs> I, I can't wanna... believe I can't believe you didn't take that Bible. I I was I you know that how much paperwork I had. So funny. I didn't want to drop my passport. That's true. you had other important documents. I had so much man, other paperwork. I, what, I keep track of this Bible. Did you get to read what the note said? It was it was like John 15. I should have read. Damn. I should have read what the notes had so taken. You should have just been like, oh, thanks. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Thanks, but I'm actually starting my own religion. Yeah. I'm the <laughs> You should have you given her your Bible that you wrote with your friends. Oh, my. Yeah, true. <laughs> I should have introduced my, Hey, Jesus. Meet you. Oh, man. That would have been so funny. Yeah, true. Just. Oh, and you had an opportunity there, man. Oh man, I was tired. It was the that's DMV. That's one of that's one of your better stories in the past couple of months. That's hilarious. Oh, I haven't had I haven't had anything crazy happen to me. I work with people now. You know, so you got one of them fancy desk one. jobs. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, so you're I planning do. on going to grad school? Yeah, yeah. I'm planning on. Uh, Did you apply and everything? I'm filling. Out, I'm probably gonna fill out the application. Um. It's uh, I I asked. I'm asking around for recommendations right now. Oh yeah, did you take uh, the uh, GRE? I didn't have to. Oh really? Not for the not for the degree. It's weird. It's like a data and and they you don't have to take. Sorry, it. you cut out for a bit there. Oh, uh, it was a data analytics engineering program. Didn't oh cool. Didn't have to take the take the GRE. Nice. That sounds kind of similar. Uh, I I think Chris, my cousin Chris, probably took the GRE, but I know he did like a grad school thing, like one year at yeah. uh, in Chicago. Yeah, it was like data analytics, or something like that. So yeah, that's that's nice. And my company will pay for a, a good chunk of it. Do they uh they kind of tie you down to? So it's actually not so that you have bad. To work it off or no? Like so, what I've what I've heard from other companies is like their deal is there. Um. So you have to, it, for every time you like get them to reimburse you for class, from there the clock resets to 18 months. So from whenever your last reimbursed class was, you have to work for the company for another 18 months or pay them back. So like you don't, like if you, like you can leave, you just have to give them the money back for any of the classes they've reimbursed you for within the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. So like, as far as from what I've heard from other folks, it's actually not a horrible deal. Like some yeah. places require like two or three years or five years. 
you know, if they like, so if they paid yeah. for my full master's degree, I would only have to for them for 18 months or give back the money for just the last 18 months. So for me to leave, you know, if I work for them for just a year, like then I could leave, you know, and then I would only have to pay back the last six months, which in theory is only just a semester of class, mm-hmm. you know? And so then you got, you'd get in-state tuition, right? Yeah. I get in-state tuition and you know, it would be a pretty quick way, you know, after two years to get a master's degree that I had somebody else pay for. Yeah. Not a bad deal. No, no, not a bad deal at all. Yeah. Good luck with the application and stuff. Yeah. Hopefully it'll, hopefully it works out. It's cool. 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 Glad my story was able to brighten up the. Yeah, no, that was funny. The beginning of this was a little. Good stuff, man. <laughs> she had such a quiet um, voice. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me just drop some Bible knowledge on you. Yeah, she is just. I, I, like, as soon as she's like, then I found Jesus. <laughs> oh, and I, and I looked at my wife and was like, it's only been 10 minutes. <laughs> And it was like, there's still like, like oh, I'm, in for I'm like, oh, here. here we go. I've done it now. <laughs> and I, and like, like I said, her number was like one off of mine. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That was the moment he knew. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. That's a classic Dan story right there. <laughs> classic Mandela story. Strike up more conversations with people. Oh, man. <laughs> I... Well, now you know. If you ever run into her again, if I run into her again, I'm gonna have to ask her that Bible. Bible. Yeah, just be like, I was reborn. I found. I'm Jesus. convinced that, like, the fact that I ran into you this is just destiny. It's a sign. It's Lord and Savior. I need that Bible back. <laughs> it was. Meant, you're right. It was I'm meant being drawn to, be. to you. Yeah. yeah, it was meant to be. Oh man, <laughs> that's so funny. Right. You, should, you should learn some like one Bible quote too, just in case. Oh my god! Moment, so you can drop some knowledge on her. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, man, oh. I wish I could have been there to see that. Oh, it was funny. It's too good. Well, anyway, I'll catch you later, Dan. All right, catch you later. See ya. See ya. Adios, amigo.